Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Grow Your Life podcast, where we talk about ways to grow your life, expand your reach, increase your influence, your territory, and the effect that you have on the world and your future by going after your goals and accomplishing your dreams through taking action. I believe that humans have limitless potential, but we have to take action for it to happen. And if you can grow in your personal life, your business is affected. If you grow in business, your personal life is affected. So we cover areas that deal with personal issues, deal with mindset, deal with how we look at the world, how we set goals, deal with making money, growing a business, building a business online. And that is how you can grow your life through this. They work synergistically together. If this has helped you and you like this podcast, share it with somebody. It's a free resource that I've created and given you the opportunity to plug into my way of thinking, pulling from, distilling. Uh, I, I listen to tons of different people distilling information down in a way that is practical for you to understand and get results from. Today, I don't even have a topic for today's podcast. If you noticed, my previous ones I did, and I think that actually going about it in this method is going to be a little more natural because I'm not pigeonholing myself into one topic. But what I want to help you understand is how to reach your goals, get results, manifest anything you can dream of, create, and then actually like execute and get the job done. Get results, make money, have a better relationship, more finances, more business, more influence, just grow, grow, grow. How we get there and then how we stack that and how we keep going. And so for all of us, that boils down to a single word called our goals. What are our goals? What do we think of? What is our purpose? What are we going after? Why are we here? Why do we do what we do? And what is our why? And exploring that why on a deeper level, okay? So if you look at your life, you really have to look at and define where you are now. Get real with it. Take ownership over where you are now in your life. For a lot of people, this can hurt to do. It can be painful, and I get that. Uh, But stick with me here. And you're, you're going to have massive change and breakthrough in your life if you take what I'm going to teach in this specific podcast to go from that place. And if you're not somebody who's feeling depressed, you know, maybe you just have certain fears or you're embarrassed or the number one excuse of all, I don't know how. It's one of the best ones because that one is still based around fear and experiential truth that says if you don't know how you can't do it which is a lie and i'm going to expose that lie in this i'm going to expose that lie in this podcast it is a lie because anything you do not know can be learned can be taught to you you can then know it but by you saying i don't know it You're instantly shutting off the part of your brain that can get uncomfortable and be vulnerable and discover what you don't know because you've already put blinders on that says, I don't know it. And essentially saying, and I don't want to learn it by saying that by making that a limitation. 
So <laughs> if that's you as well, or maybe I tried that and it didn't work out. I know what it feels like, by the way. This myself has controlled my entire life for the last 30 years. And I've been trying to break free from it for 30 years. And in the last year is the first time in my life that I truly, really discovered what works, what gets results, and what breaks you out of this. Uh, Every single human being on the planet goes through this. If you are living in 2019 and your situation might be different than somebody else. For example, let's go in reverse order on this. Let's say you're super successful. Everything is working out for you. You're just rocking it, making millions of dollars. Are you growing further or are you staying there, staying stagnant, staying comfortable, riding on the successes and the prosperity that you did in the past? At least take ownership of that choice if that's you. At least take ownership of it. You know, you have to take ownership over every choice from start to finish for you to progress to the next level. So take ownership over the fact that I want to stay here and I want to get comfortable. You must take ownership over your comfort zones for you to progress further. Now, let's say that you're somebody where nothing works out for you. Everything's going wrong. You've been in jail multiple times. You've, you, uh, you just feel like every step forward is 10 steps backward of throwing you back further. And every time you try to make progress, you get tossed backward. So that's the whole spectrum of all of humanity that I just described right now of going after their goals is they either feel like there is backward momentum, just pushing them further in the dirt. And the culmination of this is, as let's be real here, you guys, that culminates in suicide. That culminates in people wanting to off themselves because they can't stand the fact that life drives them in the dirt. So they're going to put themselves in the dirt themselves. And I want to empathize with that and say that that happens through this process and the way that that happens, it's not okay. You're never meant to go through that or experience that as a person. Yet as part of life, certain experiences create scenarios where that happens. And I get it. I'm not excusing it. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying any of that is, is okay. But that those feelings of I can't progress and get further are normal. Um, I pray that somebody who's listening to this will rethink suicide possibly. If you need somebody to talk to, there is a suicide hotline as well that you can, that you can call. Um, I don't have a uh, person that looks up stuff for me. Yeah, 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There are people trained that can talk with you in that. Like nobody should ever feel like that is the last resort is if I die or somebody else has to die. (laughs) that's where murder comes from. Like if you feel like the only way to get ahead is either offing yourself or somebody else. Um, That's the, that's the lowest of the low, you know, in society. And that, and, uh, and then the highest peak is uh, people who actually learn how to just, they keep growing, they succeed. 
uh, the level above success and, and sitting on it. All people who succeed, they sit. It could be for a day. It could be for uh, a week. It could be, you know, when you go on vacation, whatever, like, you know, take some time when you go to the bathroom to look at, be grateful. <laughs> okay. So like in that people, when you succeed, success is a, is a terrible teacher because it just makes you feel like you can do everything right and you don't ever grow and stretch yourself. So that's the other side of this is that growth stops on both ends of that spectrum, unless we're intentional and get centered. Um, and that centering is just, is, you know, taking ownership, looking at our goals. And then when we're living our life, you know, our happiness doesn't come out of those goals. Our happiness is actually the first goal that we have. Most people live their whole life seeking happiness as their goal when it's actually available to everybody where they're at at all places, no matter whether they're succeeding or failing. So that's why a lot of people, when they get really successful monetarily, they, um, they're not happy because they're seeking happiness through their goals and, and accomplishing them. And that is not a way to find happiness. Your goals are to have an impact on somebody other than yourself. And those are the bigger goals is when is a, is a global impact, a, a legacy impact, a, you know, an impact that lasts 500, a thousand years, you know, think about some of the discoveries thousands of years ago, uh, that have an impact today, stuff like that. Um, so that's like the, that's the highest end of the spectrum right there is you just keep progressing throughout your lifetime by not finding your happiness and what you, you do. Um, but you just do out of choice and taking ownership of that. And, and your happiness comes from being solid in identity and enjoying life while you're here on planet earth. And, uh, you know, if you're a person of, of faith, I'm somebody that, uh, believes in the creator of the universe. Uh, and I put my faith in the creator and, uh, you know, I don't just align and center myself with the universe, but rather the creator of the universe, which is a level even higher than putting your faith and, uh, drawing power, I guess, you know, from the universe is actually the creator. So there's that, but this is, this isn't meant to be a, a religious broadcast. This is specifically for people who are anywhere in their life and want to get from where they are to where they want to be. My goal is to be a transportation vehicle for people to help move them from where they are to where they want to be. And by watching this, it's almost like when you watch this podcast, you're sitting in a driver's seat of an autonomous vehicle that is going to show you a path on a, on a secret path that certain people know about that are successful, but that 99% of the population doesn't know about. And so by joining the podcast, by joining the group, we're able to actually then collaborate, have collaborative thought. Um, it's a forum, a group forum where we can even then grow together by the collaborative goals together. I also believe that we're very spiritual. And when you raise up your level of, uh, the, you know, a lot of people say vibration. Um, and if you look at quantum physics, all particles vibrate. So there is that, uh, spirits is another way of it. So like when you're hanging out with certain people, 
that do certain things, this is where the statement of you are the sum total of the five people you spend the most time around is because you end up vibing, vibrating your spirit. Uh, it becomes like a common collective and you all are end up, you all end up stabilizing at about the same level of the medium. So that's where you have to uh, find new ways to accelerate that. One of the greatest things about the internet today in 2019 is we can actually put ourselves in scenarios and be mentored by people that are at a higher level than us before we ever get there without even having to pay money for it. And that's why I created this podcast. That's why I created the group. And what I do on my Facebook page is to help raise you up to accomplish your goals. I believe I can help anybody make a million dollars if they work with me um, and, and, and actually then follow like what I teach and all of this. Uh, and I've done it before with multiple people and even, uh, even eight figures. And so in that, that's kind of my level. And then I'm trying to learn from people that are doing uh, nine and 10 figures, you know, over a hundred million dollars in business, a billion dollars or more and, and really thinking, okay, what do I have to get to, to get from where I am now to, to that level and then help raise everybody up around me through that. And so that's what I'm doing with this, with this podcast. Stick with me here too, you guys, is that I want to help increase your level to go from where you are to where you want to be and help transport you um, just by following me for free to help transport you and upgrade you to a level of somebody that can have a 100% chance of making six figures in business having a thriving relationship, having their health, having their joy, their happiness, 100% chance of that without even having to pay me money. So that's my goal is actually to get people to that level of complete life transformation for free. Uh, I've been through a lot of, lot of seminars, a lot of books over time. I've taught a lot of them and I've been to a lot of, a lot of breakthrough sessions and I've seen what helps people what doesn't um at the end of the day there's a reason why we also have to charge money for what we do by the way i'm going to do a little sidebar on this and you need to think about this is people don't fully take seriously what they are given for free um you know case in point if you spent ten dollars for this video as a training you would probably take it more seriously than the fact that it's a free podcast because you felt like well i spent money on this so i better get my money's worth and so for you building a business to help other people, you have to charge for it if you want them to use something because then they'll value it more. There's more value there, value exchange. But my goal is I want to exchange almost a million dollars in value <laughs> with you guys for free, help raise everybody up to that level. That way then everybody is, is successful, reaching their goals, hasn't even paid a dime yet. If you go back and Watch all the videos on my Instagram, IGTV, my Facebook page, my YouTube, um, all these podcasts. It can help you get to those levels. And every day I'm adding more content as I'm also accelerating and helping raise everybody else up. That's what the goal of this is, is to create a collective uh, thought to help grow people and reach another level. And my goal is to create 100,000 millionaires. You know, there's 14 million millionaires in my country, in the United States. And so 100,000 is less than 0.6% to create new ones from scratch. 
in any industry. So this is where what I'm teaching is a little different than what you might get from some people that only teach about online courses, that only teach about real estate, that only teach about Facebook ads, stuff like that, is what I'm teaching applies to every industry, every business, every business model, and every single, um, doesn't even matter your, your religious upbringing either. That's my thing. I don't want to limit it that with that. I share my spirituality, my, my religious beliefs as a Christian, but, um, people will get results by listening to this, uh, even if they aren't. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the goal with this. And so wherever you are, you have to look at where you are. And so if you're that person who's ultra successful, but you're not progressing, you have to lay your ego aside and realize, A, you did some great things, but you're also not like this unique special snowflake. You are special and unique, but what you did, like other people could do that too. And stay humble. Don't feel entitled that because you've done XYZ, now you're better than another person. That's my entire belief. I don't think I'm better than or worse than anybody listening to this. You know, those of you who know my story, I almost went to uh, prison for almost 25 years um, on a mistake that I made while I had an alcohol problem um, eight years ago and almost completely ruined my life. I could be in prison right now. And, and, uh, those of you who don't know that story, I'll share a little bit about it here in a little bit because I want you to realize I thought about this. I've worked through this in my head. If I was there, how could I accomplish everything that I know is inside of me? And I realized, man, like, okay, our choices define the life we have. We create and design our life. And I was creating and designing a life of a felon that was behind bars. Um, just because of my alcohol issue, I would drink alcohol and then just do stupid, harmful thing that would put people in harm's way. Uh, you know, yeah. And so anybody from the level of, I'm not any better or worse than you, you know, I'm not any better than somebody who has, has killed somebody. I'm not any better than Osama bin Laden or Adolf Hitler or OJ Simpson, uh, which he was acquitted, but you know, some, <laughs> some people that's a, it's a, you know, we won't get into that discussion, but, um, I'm also no worse than, you know, these great successful people because I'm solid and centered in my identity of who I am. You know, I have all the tools I need to be successful, all the tools I need to go after my goals. I'm aligned with my spirit, with the creator, with my God. And I believe that God directs my footsteps. And if I just follow that path, if I follow that path, I will then reach the goals that have come into alignment and agreement with God, with the creator. Me being a creator on planet Earth, creating in my realm but drawing uh, inspiration from, from heaven and it coming down in that way. And so that's, that's what I really, you know, I believe is that it's just that what I do has to flow from that place. And if it doesn't, it's selfish. Uh, I will do things that would put me in prison if I don't flow from, from that place. Lived a life that way for a long time. 
Uh, and it was a cry for help, a cry for importance, a cry for feeling important. You know, what happened to me could happen to, to anybody. And so I want you to realize that, you know, if you're successful, successful people got there because they decided to make decisions and choices that those who aren't successful haven't made yet. It's the only difference that separates it is your choices. There's nothing different between you and I, if we are breathing and living today, that separates you from going after 100% of what you can imagine, what you can see, and what's humanly possible. That's where infinite possibilities come from. And I talk about that in podcast episode number one. I really just broke that concept down. Infinite possibilities just means if it's humanly possible, it can be done. Nothing Nothing says you can't. And if it's never been done, but it is possible if you put a few things together and get the right people together, you know, think about like electric cars, uh, think like that was like, that was impossible seeming when I was a little kid, I had dreams of electric cars when I was like five years old. Um, and I thought that was just the coolest thing. Like I had this dream and it was like a silent car and I'm like, what? And I realized, oh man, that's actually going to be reality. Like everybody could tell in the nineties and two <laughs> thousands, electric cars are coming, not if, but when, but you know, that hadn't been done before. So Elon Musk has really worked in that and all the big automakers. And now we're starting to see electric cars are the norm these days. You know, it's not going to get rid of the gasoline motor. It's like, we haven't gotten rid of steam engines, but Electric cars are going to be the norm. They're going to take over the road. And so in that, um, there's so much possibility there. So that's why I talk about infinite possibilities. But I also believe in the supernatural. I've seen some crazy stuff happen. Some crazy stuff. I've seen people healed miraculously of diseases. There's now organizations that are medically documenting um, healing just by, you know, prayer. And it's medically in there. The doctors say, uh, like, we did nothing. The prayer happened and boom, different person. And so there's something to that, I believe. Um, so that's infinite possibilities is the creator of the universe. All things are possible. I mean, I couldn't have even dreamed up the world we live in today, the planets, the stars, you know, so that's where infinite possibilities come from is that uh, science likes to call it the quantum realm. Uh, but yeah, whatever is possible, you know, you can do, you can accomplish. If you've seen somebody else do it, you can. Um, there's nothing that separates you and says you can't. Um, barring, you know, if you are in prison, your choices got you to that point. But what you can do is even if you're in prison, and I don't know if people are going to listen to this in prison, uh, be super like cool if I found out that they could and this was changing people in prison. Like if there is a way... Let me know how to like how to how to get this message into prisons. I'd be really curious about that. Is even if you're in prison, even if you're behind bars, you can change your mindset. You can choose to think in a different way and to make the best of your situation. You can choose to not let that define the rest of your prison sentence. I believe that, and I've thought that one through. Uh, you know, it's a different world. You're inside of a box, but there are 
things you can do. You are living a life in there. How do you, you know, go from, from that place? Um, dude, like there's nothing that says you can't invent things in prison. I'm just, just saying, but <laughs> anyways, I'm not going to talk about how to make the prison population successful while they're in prison as much, but I really, uh, you know, if you're aligning your morals, your spirit with God, with, with Jesus and you get miraculously saved in prison, man, it's like teach these people how to, how to dream bigger. I want everybody to learn how to dream bigger for impossible possibilities and, and just thinking about this conversation is probably making some of you feel uncomfortable right now. That discomfort that you're feeling comes because you're afraid of possibilities of a world that doesn't exist right now that I've talked about. Like, it's kind of a scary thought to think of, um, <laughs> just to think in that way. But for us to accomplish anything in our lives, we have to be willing to dream crazy big dreams, impossible dreams. And then we have to take action with them. We have to put actions behind them. It sounds great in theory. It works. It's proven. Like there's two schools of thought here. So you take action, you get to work hard work. You accomplish a lot. You know, you keep grinding, you keep going. Like that's how you get there. That is 100% the proven path to reaching your goals. But what I really want to speak to is the person who can't figure out how to get there to start working hard and working towards their goals. Because that was me. That was me for a long time. I felt trapped in the world that I was living in and couldn't work outside the box of it. There was this box that said, this is your life and this is how it's always going to be. And I had seen other people manifest impossible things, millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, like it was nothing. And I thought they were special. They were the lucky ones. They were the ones that somehow got it right and I did not and I would never be able to reach that level because of something wrong with me, quote unquote, is what I believed. Um, and this is where, you know, a lot of, a lot of people are in that state. Maybe they don't feel like something's wrong with them, but there's a comfort zone of what feels comfortable. And this is one of the worst places to be. This is where most of our society is. Most of culture, if I'm talking to a hundred percent of people listening to this, um, from the range of, if you, you know, you're in in prison or, you know, you, you, you're turning your life around. You got out. Now you got a second chance. Like I was given back in the day, a second chance to change the world was not living a life like I am now. Uh, you know, I was obsessed with, with, uh, smoking weed, drinking alcohol and having sex. This is before I met my wife. And uh, you know I'm I'm so thankful I didn't I didn't get anything from from that I didn't didn't get anybody pregnant either like and if I did like if I got somebody pregnant like that would that would be that's a blessing right there but all life is is a blessing it is I'm just thankful that um, 
I didn't, certain things that happened to people that lived the lifestyle that I did uh, didn't happen to me. And, and so I'm just, I don't even want to explore that for myself because that is a possibility that could have happened. You know, I could have multiple kids now. I could still be in prison, stuff like that. Um, you know, but where a lot of people are, you know, if they're not ultra successful, they're not just making tens of millions of dollars, you know, which by the way, making, making less than $10 million is, is still somebody who's working towards financial freedom, financial independence. I want you to wrap your head around that. Uh, $10 million is the point where you can hire other people to do every single uh, thing of your life, every part of your life for you. Uh, less than that, um, especially if you're you know spending on cars and houses, uh, you're still having to grind to keep your your money coming in to keep your life running. Uh, once you hit 10 million, there's a little bit of a crossover there to where you can hire people to do every area of your life, um, and you focus on what you do best, and then you can accelerate from there just to grow. That's why uh, my goal is is a, is to hit that 10 million mark for myself personally. Um, I've seen it done with with clients, with mentors, with people I've worked with, with businesses I've worked in, and I can see the crossover that happens as a business owner at the 10 million mark specifically. Uh, you're, you're not even living in the, the same world as everybody else at that point. Um, so this is everybody who's kind of under the 10 million mark. Once you're over that, you could still get comfortable there. Um, but most people find a way to make their money work for them. And then it's just about how fast or slow you're making your money work for you <laughs> is what it is really like that's, that's it, you know? So, so then you decide, am I going to scale to a hundred million or a billion or whatever at that point, uh, you can't use it personally. It's all about like, what can you invest in? What can you grow to in influence and change the world around you? And the only reason why making a lot of money and in business is important is to have an impact on the world. You can do a lot more with it. That's the only reason it's it. It's not to buy stuff. Buying stuff is useless. <laughs> it's fun for a season, but it's useless. It doesn't help you get to your goals. It doesn't even help make you look better. <laughs> like nobody cares about the rich guy who's got the Lambo. Um, I want a Lambo cause they're fun to drive. But not because this is my identity as Lambo guy, you know. So, um, anyways, in that, there's that whole range right there. And then going above and beyond that, people that are at, at the $100 million level in their business, they're just not even in the same, like, space of people making more than $10 million. They're 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 at the place where they're like, you know, they're working to get to a billion and more and they're just changing the world. They're people who are making over a hundred million dollars are impacting society on a global scale. Almost all of them people who are in charge at the top of even an organization that's making that. So, so in that sense, this is a blueprint to get to 10 and a hundred between, you know, to grow from, Grow to ten and then grow to a hundred million dollars, and and I've, I can't. <laughs> it sounds funny me saying that because I like have no gauge for that myself. But I've been learning from. I I made a decision myself to only learn from mentors and teachers to get advice from. 
um, in business specifically that have done, made, or managed a hundred million or more, uh, because the way they think is different than people that are less than that. And so, how do I elevate? myself to that level and then help raise other people up to the level that I'm at now. And then we all grow together. That's the goal of this. But even if money isn't your thing, like money, the only reason for that is just, you can do more with it. Uh, you can accomplish more. You can, you can just change the world. You can, uh, so many, there's a lot of people, people don't like with money. I want to see a lot of people that have good ethics, morals, and beliefs that want to help other human beings be charitable, uh, you know, what if you could buy houses for homeless people, build them? What if you could, you know, and then help like educate them on how to build a better life for themselves? Like what? Who? Nobody's doing that yet. Money can do that. You know, well, single moms like that need a car to get to work. You can buy cars for them. You can write a check to make somebody else's situation better. To make, you know, to make your situation better if you're struggling with how do I send my kids to school? How do I pay rent this month? How do I get a car? How do I pay the bills? How do I keep the lights on in my business? You know, how do I grow things to the next level? If writing a check solves that problem, then you need to learn how to make that money to solve that problem. Like that's it. Either you're going to avoid that problem or you're going to learn how to solve it by writing a check for it. And I'm not talking about writing a check uh, to solve problems in relationships. If you're struggling with people you love, paying for love, that never works out. You can't write checks big enough to buy love. <laughs> you couldn't write a $100 million and buy love from your kids, from your wife, you know? Like... Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> it's just not possible. So anyways, in that realm of that, that's the introduction to this. I know that was long, but you can see the scale that I'm talking about. And so my goal is wherever you are on that sliding scale, wherever you see yourself, wherever your goals are, if you're listening to this, um, you know, I mean, I, my hope is that I have people that are earning over a hundred million dollars or have before listening to this podcast and then saying learning, or they're going to call me and say, Hey bro, like you said this, have you thought about this? Cause they want to help elevate me up. So I'm, I'm hoping to, to like, I'm, I want to play in that, that arena. Um, that's my goal. Like my, it's a short term goal is actually that to then go further with what I can do in that, that arena and help influence more people. You know, I can run advertisements to get people to listen to the podcast, give away my books without shipping. I saw a guy who did that. He's got a free book that he offers that he runs ads for. And he's like, by the way, I'm going to cover the shipping. Just give me your address. I don't even want your credit card. And he ships them the book. I'm like, that's a wealthy man. <laughs> he doesn't need somebody else to pay that five bucks. He's just throwing $5 bills out there. Plus the value of his book just to help people get reach their goals. I want to play in that arena. You know, that dude's changing lives. That's a uh, David Meltzer is amazing. <laughs> the playbook podcast, his whole thing was giving more than you expect back. You know, he, he gives a hundred dollars and only asks for 20 in return. Um, and his idea is, you know, just give way more value than you ask for back. 
and it'll be added to you. It's a biblical principle anyways. Uh, you know, in that, give more than you expect to receive and it will come back towards you. Now, that also sounds great in theory. It does. But how do you put practical aspects to this? This is my giving you a hundred. I want to give you, you know, I've, I know people that have paid close to a thousand dollars for this training right here that I'm going to talk about, that I'm going to teach here, that I'm going to give you the blueprint of in this podcast to get from where you are now to where you want to be. People have paid five, 10, 50, even a hundred thousand dollars to get this in their lives. And I'm going to give it to you for free. Uh, because I don't think it should be, people should be charging for this information right here. I believe that this is what is life changing and is keeping people and holding them back from reaching all of their goals. And I want to help you get to that level. So I'm writing a check for a hundred thousand dollars to every single person who's listening right now. I posted that on my page. What would you do if I gave you a hundred thousand dollars and people said I would pay off debt. I would tithe. I would buy a, a home for my family. I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars right now, not in cash. <laughs> Cause I don't have it to give man. I want to get to like that level right there. Where I'm giving out hundred grand in cash to people just to help change their situation, their life. But I'm going to give you $100,000 in value right now on this. This is the most valuable podcast I've ever done, period. And at the end of this, I want to give you an opportunity for free. I charge $1,500 an hour to coach with people on the phone. You know, it was $750 last week. I launched my course. We made like two grand in 24 hours just launching my course, and it was pre-launched. So I'm like, all right, time to upgrade that coaching scale. It's 1500 an hour to talk with me and I'm giving away free half hours to people, 750 in value on my Instagram. I'm just giving you $750 equivalent of cash value. If you called me up and said, I want to give you 750 bucks, I would say, great, you have a, you have a half hour of my time. I'm going to give you that for free at the end of this podcast and tell you how you can uh, book a free half hour coaching session with me. Um, and I'm only doing these for one person every single week. It's not for everybody. I'm not running this big like ad campaign where I'm trying to get on the phone with a bunch of people to do these free calls. I don't have time for that. Uh, I'm, I'm automating a lot of that through this. A lot of the coaching I give is through my podcast through my free group, the hashtag grow your life community. We have over almost 700 members in there, people that are changing their life. And on my Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn, add me on all those. I go live every single morning with content. My goal is every piece of content that I go live every morning is worth like a thousand dollars to you. That way there's like $365,000 a year that you're getting. You got a hundred, you got a hundred grand from this podcast, like close to 10 to 20 grand on Every other podcast, you know, the one I did, by the way, if you want to know about Facebook ads, podcast episode number seven is literally the $20,000 Facebook ad formula that 
nobody is teaching right now, that nobody is doing, and it's free on my podcast. The people who listen to it get it. The ones who don't listen don't get it. So episode number six talks about making killer videos, getting becoming a better communicator and creating original content. Number seven talks about then utilizing that with advertising 10 bucks a day in ads. If you can spend 300 a month in ads, you can get huge results and grow a business to the level that I am in whatever niche industry or product or service you're in. And that's for free on my podcast right there. But this right now, I'm going to give you, it's the $100,000 training. You're like, get to it already. I believe you. It's worth 100K. Give me my cash. Give me my money. And I will. Is this. You have to look at your life, where you are up until this point, and realize that everything that you believe right now, everything that you believe is creating the life that you are living right now. Whatever you believe influences and dictates the decisions and choices that you make. So if you believe, I can't do this. I don't understand this. I can't learn it. It's hard for me. My mom won't let me. My dad won't let me. I'm supposed to go to school. I'm too lazy. I suck at this. I tried it before and I failed. I don't want to work that hard. Whatever your excuses are, it all comes out of a place of belief. See, I've heard training where people are like, just get rid of your excuses and go to action. And that's how you make change. And I'm like, that's great. But getting rid of excuses isn't always the easiest thing for people, y'all. Like, yo, I almost went to prison, had an excuse for why I should fail, continue to be a failure. Whatever that is, whatever those excuses are, is all based on beliefs that we believe about ourselves and our identity. And we create those belief systems based on experiential truth. Okay, experiential truth is when you experience something, when you go through an experience, let's say your parent yelled at you, your teacher called you stupid, somebody uh, did a horrible thing to you or someone you love, you've observed a terrible scenario, you succeeded in business and lost it all, you lost your influence, you were fired, whatever that is that tells you So this experience happened and you created a story that said, I shouldn't do that again. And that experience created what's called experiential truth that became a belief in your life that dictates 100% of the actions that you are doing today. Whatever that is came in when you were younger, usually. There's a stage in life. There's different stages in life that shape and form and define us. You know, when we're younger, we're, we're taught to always trust our parents, to always trust what they say, to trust those in authority. And yet many times, because they were people that were also hurting, they hurt other people. And so when they hurt you and all you know to go on in your whole life is this happened. So Because that happened, that must mean this about me. And that becomes these identities that we put on. You know, if you have a parent that said, you know, I wish you were never born. That puts on an identity that I don't have the right to be here. (laughs) 
that I don't have the right to do anything. And that all I can do is bad because nobody wants me. You know, if you had a parent that told you, you know, I wish you were like so-and-so, that creates comparison where you start looking at everybody else and saying, man, I just wish I was that person on the magazine cover. I wish I was that celebrity. I wish I was like Jeremiah. I wish I was like, you know, all these successful people. And we bring in comparison and it creates unhappiness in our life. Anywhere that you're comparing, that you're trying to get your happiness out of comparison, you will never be happy. When you eliminate all comparison, unhappiness can exist. But when you use comparison to influence change, decisions, and actions only, not seeking your happiness from it. So as a child, we created this belief, okay, I'm comparing myself. They look happier. I would be happier if I was like that. And we make these beliefs to where we say, when I get there, I will be happy. When I do that, I will be happy. I will be happy when... This is hitting me right now while I'm sharing this with y'all. Cause that was that was that was me a year ago. That was me a year ago. Saying I will be happy when I moved to Austin, Texas. And I moved here. And then I wasn't happy. And then I was, you know, I will be happy when I launched my course. I launched my website. I launched my podcast. Woo. This is me right here. You know, I will be happy when I have that drink. I will be happy when I have sex with that girl. I will be happy when I'm no longer here. Sometimes people are feeling. I will be happy when that situation's eliminated out of my life, when that person's gone, when that person dies. Whatever that is. And it's a lie that we believe comparing our current situation to what could be, to what we wish there was, to the past, to a time before the experiential truth came in. And we're comparing ourselves to usually like the one to two year old version of ourselves before we started to feel the pain of life. And we're constantly trying to get to that place of what it was like. When we were born, when nothing could go wrong, when everything was great, when we were happy. We're trying to get back there by doing things. But doing things, you guys, is never going to get you there. Ever. You can only do great things when you get happiness first. And you make happiness your goal before the big money, before the success, before the cars, before whatever. And so how do we do that? What's a practical way to do that? You know, some of y'all are might like, Jeremiah, tell us more about your story. Tell us more about that situation. So I moved out of my parents' house when I was 19. You know, I used to sneak out of the house, uh, grew up in a really religious home. Uh, it was a hard home. Uh, you know, and, and for me, I always felt like I was just never good enough, never going to measure up, never going to do great things. I was seeing people succeed, comparing myself to everybody around me, not feeling worth anything. So I, I taught myself a lot of valuable skills with, uh, marketing, advertising, video production, web development, 
got my first job without a college degree at 16 years old for like $40,000 a year back in 2006. Like, you know, like, so I kind of like had, had made it. There was no point of me going to college at that point. Uh, so like life's working out for me, but I'm freaking unhappy to last year, you guys. And this is my journey of the last 15 years. I'm 31 years old now. I'm distilling 15 years of information for you. So you don't have to do it in 15. You can do it in five minutes. And that's why it's worth $100,000, y'all. Because if you went through this over 15 years, it's going to easily cost you hundred grand. So if I can help you get through this now, it's going to be worth more than $100,000 in your life leaving this place right now, leaving this moment if you keep and stick with me. And I believe that if you're listening to this podcast 50 minutes in, you're somebody that's going to listen to the end because you want change in your life. You do not want to live a life that is where you are now. And so I want you to commit to me right now in this moment. And, and, and if you can't commit to this, I want you to turn the podcast off. Come back to it later when you can commit to this. But please commit to this. I want 100% of people that are listening to this podcast to listen to the end. Because throughout the between now and the end of this podcast, uh, your life is going to be transformed. Through if you apply what I'm going to share here where I distill this 15 years of information. So, I had left my parents' house successful in business, whatever. Uh, went and moved to California, worked for a company out there. Um, you know, it was a personal development company that taught network marketers how to uh, be successful. Uh, the trainer's name is Danny, jo Danny Johnson. Uh, you can see that on my LinkedIn, Danny Johnson. And um, in that, you know, I was a broken kid. I All I cared about was just, you know, serving Danny, uh, working hard, doing good, you know, and, and, and succeeding and all that. And I had been transformed through one of the seminars that I went through with her where I learned about, you know, forgiving those things in your past, forgiving yourself. You know, that was where I first heard the, the term experiential truth. And then I've heard it mentioned in multiple platforms, uh, restoring the foundations, uh, landmark forum. Uh, there's like, it's also biblical as well. A lot of this stuff, I've heard this in different places and I wouldn't quite recommend all of you go down that, that path. Like for instance, I don't endorse landmark myself, by the way, just so that you know that I went through it. I got like, you know, some, some good stuff from it, but it, it, uh, it's a little cultic. So anyways, that's for free. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so in that I was working for Danny Johnson and, um, uh, but I wasn't feeling fulfilled in my life. So I went and started doing affiliate marketing because I wanted to make a million dollars. I made a half a million dollars at 19 years old doing affiliate marketing by accident, uh, doing lead generation for an ebook online, created my own little funnel before click funnels. I made a little video. Hey, what's up you guys? You know, I'm going to teach you the secrets of playing mafia wars and mobsters. And I sold it. People had to, I didn't sell it for money. They had to uh, fill out affiliate offers that paid me like 30 bucks. It's back when Netflix was offering $30 commissions on free trials. So, <laughs> and so that I ran that made like a half a million dollars doing that and insurance leads. 
Um, and so I felt like I was on top of the world. I'm like, I could do anything. So I went heavily into alcohol, uh, drinking, sex, partying while I'm working at this personal development company with Danny Johnson. And it culminated one night. I made a dumb choice. I, somebody dared me to post the dumbest thing I could think of on Facebook. And I posted a threat against President Obama and George Bush sarcastically. I didn't mean it. Um, and it said terrible stuff. Like, you know, if you Google my name, you can read the news reports of it. It was terrible. This happened because it was a cry for help. Um, it was facetious. It wasn't truthful. It wasn't anything that I meant or carried out. And it was actually expunged. I was never charged with a crime. I was never sent to prison. I spent overnight in jail uh, and then got out on a bail bond. And then it was never went further than that because I, I had a good lawyer. Uh, it was – eventually they realized, okay, he has no intention. He didn't mean it. It was facetious. In this country, there's First Amendment law, but then there's kind of crossover with the Patriot Act when you make a threat against a government person. So I was an idiot and did a dare while I was drunk. That I wish I never did, you guys. I didn't mean it. My heart isn't that. I, man, I pray for all of our presidents. Like I hope one day to meet and shake the hand of Obama and Bush. Like say, I'm sorry, you guys. Like I'm sorry. Like that's 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 emotional for me. I hope I can one day. <laughs> like I'm sorry. I was an idiot, and y'all are awesome. <laughs> I don't even care about your politics anyways. <laughs> Whew, this is hitting me on a deep level right here, you guys. So in that, I could have let that define me. I could have let that define my scenario. Uh, but I didn't. Um, you know, I did for a while. I actually let it really depress me for a few years. Um, eventually, you know, I had gotten fired from Danny Johnson when that had happened. So I went out doing freelance, and then I started really hanging out with a you know different crowd. Uh, I, was, I built a website for like this, uh, this porno site. And my mom found it <laughs> like your mom finds uh, the owner of this porno site is like, hey, great job on the website. And she goes and clicks and looks and it's, you know, what it is. So my mom was like, hey, I'm going to hire you. Started working for my mom, um, which brought back a whole lot of the, the family stuff uh, from the past. So then I went through a lot of a lot of healing and growth and. That culminated in, um, you know, last year, I went out on my own, started my own services and consulting business, taking all the skills and knowledge I had done in marketing since I was 16 years old, helping businesses. We've helped people, uh, you know, create multiple six and seven figures and results that are our clients that I work with. Uh, that's why my rates are what they are. I can, if anybody hires me, I can get them results. I can help them reach where they want to go. If they have an idea, they have the momentum going, they have the resources to hire me, build a team, hire the right team to create stuff. I can get results for people. And then, so that's what I do with my consulting, but you know, minimum price of that, you know, it's 1500 an hour to talk for me on, on the phone. So if I'm going to actually really be consulting you, like that's a minimum of five to 10 grand right there. Uh, is that, and that's where I've gotten to in my business over the last year. So I know this, you know, when I, when I went out on my, on my own, I made a six figure income, um, within the first couple of months over a hundred thousand dollars, uh, replaced my salary while I was working for my mom that quickly. 
And now I've started this, the whole podcast, the teaching, the growth, creating resources for people to move the needle on their life from where they are now to where they want to be. And in that process, I discovered some absolute factual guaranteed laws of the universe that apply to moving us from where we are now to where we want to be in our life. And you're like, okay, Jeremiah, you've been talking for, for 56 minutes. And all I've heard you say is like, you can help me get here. What's the pitch? Are you going to sell me on a course? No, I'm not going to sell you on anything. I don't even have any courses on that. I'm launching my website building course that teaches people about Squarespace next week. But, uh, you know, how anybody can build a website in less than seven days. If they know how to use Microsoft Word, they can have a successful website that's making them millions of dollars. That's what my course is about. Um, and there's an introductory price for it. You'll just have to check it out on my website. Uh, the regular price is priced at $697. The value of it's over $8,757. But right now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to $100,000 in value from here to the end of it is this, and I'm gonna give you the blueprint of how I was able to go from somebody who was terrified of life, hated life, felt like I couldn't get ahead, to now running a successful business to where like, you know, six figures is is uh, is my baseline to start with. It's not my goal, it's now my baseline. I can't, I will, I will never make less than 100,000 a year with the skill sets, with the knowledge, with the experiences that I have, with the relationships, uh, it's just not gonna happen. Um, and I haven't made less than that in four years. So I have a track record <laughs> in business uh, of, of helping people. At least I can I can make sure I can get anybody to $100,000 and I can help grow people to seven and eight figures as well. Um, as I'm personally getting my income to that place, you know, having worked in a business that had made seven and eight figures in the past, I, I know how to get there. I've learned a lot of stuff that's, you know, just behind the scenes that you learn while you're in the trenches and then learning from these other people that have made, you know, 10, 100 times that uh, and then bringing it back down, distilling it and teaching it to you guys in your life. And that's what the goal is of this of this podcast. Sorry, I, I was crying. So that's why I'm like my nose is all itchy. I was like getting super hit and rocked by what I was teaching here. Um, so in that, I can help anybody get to that level in income. But before you can get there in your income, in your business, you know, and then go beyond, and then you're still going to have to keep doing this. This becomes a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle choice and a lifestyle change to live a life that is progressing forward and not moving backwards. You have to choose either you're going to stay in your comfort zone of where you are, what's comfortable, or you're going to either keep moving forward. If you're not growing, you're declining. Okay. But 100% of people can design and create their life and their future. Success is not a respecter of people. There are laws of success that apply that you can fit into 100% of every scenario. And if you are somebody who's listening to this right now and you still feel like it doesn't apply to your scenario, let me know. Um, like I want, I, I want to invite the naysayers to tell me your situation. I want to hear it. 
because I also want to help you. And if and if and if you're somebody who gives me a situation that you can't apply what I'm going to teach now to change your life, I will give you a thousand dollars. That's what I can give right now in cash. <laughs> if your situation can't be progressed forward. Um, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. It's a thousand dollar guarantee to anybody who can tell me that this doesn't apply to their situation. What I'm going to teach next. So now I just put a thousand dollars of my own money multiplied by all the people that if, if I agree with you and can, and, and you prove that your situation is it's a thousand dollars cash. Um, and that this is going to be fun. <laughs> Make a thousand dollars. Listen to a podcast. Awesome. Um, so the value of this is this, wherever you are in your life, you have the experiential truth that something happened to you and that experience taught you something. You learned something from it and it created a belief in your life. And that belief, as I said before, defines all of the actions and choices that we make moving forward. Okay. So in your life, your belief defines all of your actions. And this creates a vicious cycle to where our beliefs define our actions that then verify and prove to us on a repeated basis that our experiential truth was true and that imprints into us our reality. And our reality is clouded by that with our reticular activating system, reticular, at, reticular activating system. Uh, Ed Milat talks about that. To where we are now seeking out situations, people, scenarios in our life that verify and prove our experiential truth. And that's why people go on this hamster wheel of decline or this hamster wheel of, of never really getting ahead or this hamster wheel of a comfort zone or this hamster wheel of, you know, their employment that they're not happy with. They're not happy with where they're going in their life. This experiential truth says that. And that's what we call the, the vicious circle. The vicious circle repeats itself in infinity of what happened. So here's an experience of what happened and it created a story. And all of us naturally gravitate towards that story, believing that that story is our truth. And we're living out a life that is defined by that story of what happened as truth, creating a vicious circle that then verifies that what happened really was true. And we live a life in the confines of our belief systems, of our belief about ourselves and who we are, what's possible for us out of that. And the way to break out of this is awareness and ownership over it and stepping up, taking ownership over where you are in your life, 
what happened to you, not avoiding it, not avoiding the pain, not avoiding feeling this, but choosing, stick with me here, you guys, choosing that my life from here on out is no longer going to be the life that I am living right now. Now that's great, but there's a gap between experiential truth and making a choice that becomes actions that influence our life. And most people are stuck in this gap and can't figure out how to bridge this gap. When you bridge this gap, nothing is impossible. Autonomous, which means not connected to, it runs on its own from any spiritual or religious belief system, okay? So this applies no matter what your religious belief system is. And then when you bring that into it, there's even more meaning and direction to that. And so in this, we have these experiences that create these beliefs, this vicious circle that then verifies our beliefs and our actions follow. And then we're hearing from people like myself, like all these motivational speakers, you just have to believe in yourself. You have to reinvent your life. You have to take action. You have to go after it. You have to hustle hard. You have to work hard to reach your goals. Get over your excuses. Stop letting your excuses define you and take action. And you're sitting there like, I try to take action and I always fail. Or I tried to take action and I failed once. So I'm afraid to do it again. And that is because you are making your actions and what you do define who you are, what you can do in the future and what you've done in the past, defining your identity and you are getting your identity from what you do. So when you do that, who you are, when your identity is, is in that, you can't change it. There's no way to break out of it and we're stuck. And this is where people go their whole life and never break out of this. And this is where bridging that gap is, is, is priceless. $100,000 can't even put a price tag on bridging that gap from where people are in this place. Can't, can't progress. Or this is even worse. Check this out. So they go to a seminar, they listen to this podcast, and they start to feel something. They feel an excitement. They feel a change coming. And then the next day, they just repeat the old patterns. And so in this, this is actually scientific. A lot of times you'll have a majority of the same thoughts that you had the day before. You'll just repeat the day. Each day is just the same day on repeat, like Groundhog Day until we choose otherwise. But choosing otherwise is very difficult because it opens us up to what's uncomfortable and exposes us to the pain. We end up having to feel it again. We, have, we end up having to look at what happened and redefine the story based on truth of who you are and your identity. Okay? So the only way to break out of this vicious cycle is to redefine your, your belief of your truth to the real truth. And if your and if your belief is based out of a story that comes from what happened 
chances are it's actually not really truth. It's just a belief because people believe in things that aren't truth as well. So because it's a belief doesn't make it a truth. And most times we are believing lies about our lives, about our identity, about what we can do, where we can go, and our actions follow that. And, and most of us, I for 30 years believed this lie that I had to do something to earn the right to succeed and to teach people this. And one day I would finally reach that peak where I earned the right and did the right things to then be worthy to succeed. The truth is this, all of us are worthy as we are of success. Follow me here. If you're spiritual and religious, this just triggered you by the way, because you're like, wait, that goes against my faith. No, it doesn't because I'm not talking about faith here. I am talking about actions, choices, decisions. What you do as a person is not defined by your faith and your worthiness in that. Okay. And so in this, just to share my faith, I'm a believer, a Christian in Jesus. And I believe that Jesus, the creator of the universe came to earth and created a way for humans to go to heaven and live an eternal life if they believe and follow it and believe in the son of God who died for our sin, fulfilled the prophecy in the Bible, the messianic prophecy of the Jews. And now we can live a life eternal and abundant by partnering with heaven, the Holy Spirit, the creator of the universe, and the God of the impossible. Okay. So in that it's Christian, it's my beliefs. But this is autonomous from that. So, so here's the deal is when we are living in this place of, you know, not reaching our goals isn't necessarily sin. So that's why I'm saying this isn't a sin issue. This isn't talking about sin, uh, especially if we're going to talk spiritually about sin and doing wrong. Our sin separates us from God, period. And we don't lose our salvation either, you know. But what happens is in our natural state, spiritually, we're, we're reformed and changed. In our natural state, we're still living on the hamster wheel of life. And this is where maturing and growing as a person comes in. And so in this, I wanted to really preface that if you're religious. If you're not, you're like, I didn't need to hear that. That's fine. That's fine. Just like don't even, you don't need to worry about that. So what I'm saying is everybody is worthy of success. It's not, this isn't a religious conversation here. Okay. I hope I proved that in what I just said, because that's where a lot of people get super hung up on this type of teaching that are Christians that are of any sort of faith is they get hung up on the worthiness. That's where I got hung up through religion is feeling worthy and realizing, you know, when I, when I believe in God, believe in Jesus, I'm worthy of like, you know, this is the natural realm. I'm talking about the natural realm here of how to succeed in the natural realm. But then above that is the supernatural and that's even further. And that's a whole nother 
another conversation here. Uh, that's not what this is about. This is specifically in the natural realm of our life on planet Earth. When we partner our identity with what we were created for, then the supernatural breaks out. So your experiential truth, what happened, told you a story, you believe that story as your identity of who you are, and it created this vicious cycle of I am this because this happened and this is how it always will be. And then, and then, and then what we do is we become a con artist in our lives. We become the biggest con in the world. And every single person who's listening to this is a con. And I can prove that here. Is we do things in our life out of shame and fear to control our scenario to feel like we're the creator of our lives. So what is this? Let's say you're timid or meek or scared or, or aren't stepping out or aren't bold or don't have courage. It's because you learn through this experiential truth, this story, that to be loved, to have connection with people, you have to play it safe. And you've made security more important than what you were created for. And the con is this. You're sacrificing all the possibilities of what's possible for you just to have love and connection with other people and have security. It's like, you know, racketeering. Um, what a racketeer is. And if, if anybody's been through Landmark Forum and they hear this, they're going to they're gonna know I'm definitely using their phrases on this. So, because it was one of the best examples that I ever heard of, of, of this type of a thing is a racketeer would have a candy shop in the front, but in the back, they're selling drugs out the back door. So for you, your candy shop in the front is you look meek, you look, you know, you're lovable, you're, you're patient, you're, 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 you, you play small to fit in, but out the back door, you're sacrificing everything that you really crave, which all boils down to love and connection. And when we define our love and connection, not based on other people, but based on God, we can't let that control our lives. And so that racket stops and it takes a choice to quit the racket. It takes a choice to redefine the experiential truth and the story based on not just the story. You actually redefine the story as the truth of what happened and what is the truth about who you are. And in that we put the truth on top of the lie that we're believing and it redefines our belief systems and then our actions and decisions follow those belief systems. So right now you could believe, you know, nothing works out for me. I can't accomplish what I need to. Um, every time I try, I fail. My parents won't let me. I'm not allowed to. My church won't let me. Whatever that is that you're believing is based on those experiential truths, the system that is controlling you that you're living within. You're living within the system and you're controlled by it. And you can't break free of it. And the whole reason that you stay in the system is to feel special and important. Love and connection with other people. The deepest human emotion is love. And love defines the creator. Okay? 
So all this is, is it's a desire to reach our creator, but we do all these other things to get there. We're trying to build this castle made of sand on our experiences and our truths to get there because all we seek is that love and connection. But what happens is there's already been a castle set up for us. We just have to take the key and walk in the door. But most people choose based on their experiential truth that they're not worthy to live in that castle, to live in that realm, to live in that place of infinite possibility, to live in all that they were created for, all that was already set apart for them, all that they were made for when they were born, the potential, the potential of a baby, the possibility, the infinite possibilities to do anything, become anything. We're seeking love and connection. And so we live in this little tiny shack because at least we have love and connection there. And we're satisfied with that. And that shack becomes a comfort zone. Let's say you have two scenarios, okay? That's why I said, if I gave you $100,000, what would you do with it? You have two scenarios in front of you right now in your life. One is a mansion. You already have the keys to it. So let's say I gave you the keys to a mansion and I gave you a billion dollars. I'm just handing out billion dollars to people. You, I, you know, I just gave you a billion dollars. But you choose to live in a shack, to work a nine to five job, to grind, to work towards the worthiness that your experiential truth tells you that you need to work towards the beliefs then create the actions that verify this story that you can never get ahead or you get ahead a little bit slowly. You start to feel like you, you realize, hey, you know what? I have all the potential inside me to do anything. So then you go after it and you fail and you sink back. You sink back into your life and you're like, oh, that hurt. And it verifies the experiential truth. It creates. So every experience actually creates a stacking experience. So our experiences create these stacking experiences that then define our belief systems our, and our identity comes from that out of a decision-making process. So if you understand artificial intelligence, it's an if-then, it's branching logic. So, you know, we have point number one, this happened, either that is this or this. Most of us choose the scenario that makes us stay within love and connection, but is not usually the truth. And then that whittles down to over time, we have these beliefs about ourselves that we can never get ahead, that I'm satisfied where I'm at right now, that I don't even wanna get ahead that I'm good with where I am now. And you know, that's, you know, people are great. They'll live in that life for a long time and stay there. Um, but, they'll, but, but inside of us is this growth of what would happen if I took the second path? What if 50 years ago, I decided to do this and not that? What if 10 years ago, I decided to not take that job? What if five years ago, I decided to not stay at that job? What would my life look like? And we go into the comparison game. And the comparison game, stick with me, you guys, creates a branching logic in our minds of this is my present scenario. This is the if then. This is what it could have been. That's what I should be living. And so then our experiences verify, okay, I'm going to try to get there. 
but our experiential truth keeps us moving further and further away from it in our life until eventually you land on this podcast and you listen and you're like, okay, I'm 120 minutes into this. I am done with that life. And if you're still listening to this, I believe something is inside of you that is not okay with how everything's been in your life that you want to change, that you want to break free from this vicious cycle, that you want to break free from the cycle of poverty and live in abundance, live, you know, growing your life, making an infinite amount of income for yourself to impact the world around you, to have love and connection, to have the best relationships, to have more time freedom, more time to spend with your family, to be able to write checks to solve problems, to be able to help those in need that are lesser than you and help raise them up. And in that you have a desire to help people on that level, but your experiences and comparison have defined up to this point where you are. And so what happens is that comparison game always keeps moving you away from where you want to be. And you can never bridge that gap there. And then you have to pay people hundreds of thousands of dollars to help bridge that gap for you. When all there was was this little podcast, which by the way, if this has impacted you and impacts you all the way to the end of it, please share it with somebody. Share it with two people. Invite somebody to the group with you. I think if we can help the world understand this concept that we've been lied to, we've been swindled, and we've bought into a con that is keeping us held back and never going after our destiny, the world will change. When people realize this, and it's not tied to religion, that's the next, that's like the next level type of a thing. When we realize though, the universe, God created the universe. God is love. We're seeking love and connection. We're seeking God. We're trying to reach that point, but we're building a, a sandcastle in a shack when there's already a mansion for us that we actually already have the key in our pocket and we're choosing to stay in the shack because that's what we feel we're worthy of. And that's most people through our judgment of ourselves and other people and our experiential truth. And the way to break free of this is this. Opening yourself up and feeling vulnerable to what happened. What was the story that I'm believing about what happened to me? What is the truth? So then you believe this identity about yourself. You have to ask, what is the truth? That identity that you've been believing about what happened, stick with me here. This story created a lie that you're believing. And that lie goes against 100% of the truth about who you are and what you were made for. And you know it inside of you. And whatever you're feeling that is, is a lie. So what is the opposite of that lie? If you say, I can't get ahead, the opposite is I can get ahead. If it's, you know, people don't like me. Say, I am a likable person. You know, in that experience, I was doing stuff that didn't make me likable. Uh, I make bad choices in business. The truth is what happened. You made a, a bad choice, had the ramifications, doesn't define that you make bad choices. You only made a bad choice. You know, I'm constantly making bad choices and can never get ahead. And so in this, 
we, we, we declare this, we make these declarations over our life of, I am, this is, this is my realm, this is what I live in, okay? And what it is is this, that's the shack. That's the little tiny shack, the sandcastle. And then there's the mansion. But you believe that you can't walk in the mansion until you get worthy enough of the mansion or your life equals a person that lives in the mansion. And all you have to do is open the door and walk through the door. Let me back up here for a second because I, I realized that, that that didn't click for some people. Um, <laughs> you're like, wait, what? You can't walk through the door. It's not until you get to somewhere by doing something, but by being what you were created for when you were born. And what you do is you return back to what you were created for, the original design, before all this stuff happened, before life beat you down, before it told you these lies and these experiences told you these lies. And you reverse this pattern by telling yourself the truth. And you walk in forgiveness of, the, of either the person that did that or yourself a lot of times we have to forgive ourselves. It's the number one thing. But let's say like your parent did something to you. A teacher, a schoolmate, a classmate. And what they did created that experiential truth that then defined who you are, the belief system that created the actions and decisions of your life, that created that story, that created the vicious cycle. So what you're doing is, is you're actually holding that person hostage, like a ball and chain that you're dragging along. So every experience that you have, stick with me here, you guys, every experience that you had in your life, either by somebody or you did something, creates a belief about your identity based on that experience. And you drag it behind you like a ball and chain. And the truth is this, that ball and chain can't cross the barrier of the mansion that you already have a key of. So while you're dragging that with you, you're not able to walk into the mansion. You can walk into it. So you're standing there. You have the key. Here's your key to the mansion right here. But because of the ball and chain, you can't get up the steps. You can't walk in. You have the key. It's yours. You have the title to the mansion. But you can't walk in because you're dragging this ball and chain of they did this, I did that, the story, the belief system. And it's weighing you down. And it's actually not possible for you. And sometimes people figure out how to hack the system. They figure out how to... You know, they turn their shack into maybe a, uh, a mini mansion that does allow ball and chains in. <laughs> and a lot of us know people like that, that we've seen it, you know, or we've progressed in life, but we're still carrying this with us, these experiences. And it comes from 
forgiving the person that did that to you of what happened, saying, I forgive you. I release you of that ball and chain. I release you of what's called a soul tie. You're tied to that person. If you look at the quantum realm, there's quantum entanglement. You are entangled in the quantum realm, in the spiritual realm, to that person that experienced, and you're holding them hostage and saying, I am this way because this happened. Whoo. Stick with me, you guys. This is getting this is getting deep. This is where the breakthrough is. Okay. Oh, man, had to crack my neck on this. (laughs) You're holding that person hostage. And when you forgive them, you release them. You bless them. You pray a blessing over them. It releases them of that ball and chain. You look at what's the truth. That person was a hurting person and they did their best, but they didn't know everything. They tried to help me. My dad was just trying for the best for me. My mom was just hoping that I wouldn't experience the pain that she did in her life. That teacher was hoping to motivate me to be a better person. Or there's just bad people out there because they were hurt by other people. Don't take on the hurts and pains of other people to then define how big or how small you can dream in your life and where you can go and what you can do. And in our lives, when we don't let people define us but we get our identity from the truth of what we were created for why we're here this is also not purpose by the way purpose comes when you find your identity and there's a there's a book that i was actually reading there's a guy um oh from uh from my church i don't have it on me here anyways he wrote a book uh, Chad Owen called striving for the bottom and the goal, the, the whole idea of this is he actually walked people through this, finding your identity and what you were created for as a son and a daughter of God, a son and a daughter of love. If God is love, a son and a daughter of the creator of the universe, the universe created the, or not the universe created you, the creator of the universe created you. And then from there flows purpose and what we do. And when we define our identity, not in what we do and our purpose, but rather this place, the creator, nothing is impossible for us. We don't do and then be, come, what we were created for. We don't do things. We don't experience things and then become. We be from being solid in our identity, releasing and forgiving the experiences, declaring the truth over your life and declarations. Another guy I love is a Steve Backland on this declarations of your life to ignite hope in you. His ministry is called igniting hope ministries. You know, Anything that goes against, that that is that is creating unhappiness in your life is a lie that you're believing that goes against the truth about what God made you for. You stick with me here on this, you guys. So when you say I can't get ahead 
you know, when we, when we make it spiritual, you know, God can't do that. He can't open those doors. There's impossible things. That's impossible to do. We're declaring that it's too big for the creator of the universe. That's a lie to say that your situation is too big for the creator of the universe. And if you draw your power from the universe, just say that as well. You're saying it's too big for the universe. <laughs> you guys know the perspective that I'm coming from. Whatever, you know, I want to really help you guys get this. Don't get stuck on the religious side of this, please. Or lack thereof. <laughs> please. You're going to miss the whole point altogether. And so in that, when we come from a place of forgiving what happened to us, declaring the truth over the story, over the lie that we believed that created this vicious cycle, the truth that they did their best and we can forgive and release them. The story no longer matters up to that point. And all we're left with is this blank slate of possibility. Now in that there still comes fear. There still comes shame. There's all this, you know, we did this, it's experiential truth. And we're like, well, this happened. I am afraid of that happening again. When we don't define ourselves by our fears, see on the other side of your fear is breakthrough. And whatever you're afraid of is controlling you. You are putting your fear. And if it's fear of a person above the creator of the universe, above the identity. So that's why when you come from that place of identity, being solid in who you are, what you were created for, the baseline, realizing that you are worthy of success, you're worthy to walk through the door into the mansion that you already have the key of. Nothing is impossible. Infinite possibilities exist. And I'm talking about in the natural realm, you guys. I'm talking about in your life, in your relationships. Out of that, when we add the supernatural to that, it accelerates everything. It's like putting gasoline on top of this. But this is a formula for living life in abundance that can't be defined by what you do. What you do or did or had done to you does not define who you are. And until you believe that, you will never be able to bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be with your goals fully. But when we realize the truth that I have everything I need inside of me. I have the same 24 hours in a day. I can make connections. I can learn new things. I can change my belief systems. I can declare truth that I have abundance coming towards me. You know, this is where declaration, the secret, the law of attraction that comes from you guys. And in that, <laughs> This is great because now this is going to trigger people to say, yeah, that's great. This is all mindset and all that. you still didn't give me a hundred thousand dollars in value. See, so what you're doing is, is you're allowing your fear of what you don't know because you can't see what you don't know in front of you. 
We don't know what we don't know. And so you're only looking at what you know. And in, in what you know is your experiential truth and what I'm saying right here. But you haven't experienced it yet. The only way to walk in the door of the mansion and transform your life is to take the steps forward and put one foot in front of the other. And that's how you manifest anything. And so in this, you have to. Take a look at what is the experiential truth? What happened? What's the story? What's the truth about that story? You know, your goal is love and connection. A lot of people are addicted to being right in every conversation that they have. Their reticular activating system only listens to what they either can put input to to make themselves feel right. And when we feel right, it makes us feel special, loved, and important. And that becomes our entire goal in life is our addiction to being right, to verify, to prove our experience. And we never allow ourselves to open up to the vulnerability of what is uncomfortable, exploring the story of what happened, declaring the truth over it, the truth about what God says about you, the truth about what you want, where you're going in the natural realm. The truth about what you want and where you're going and declaring that, writing it down. That's all a goal is. You write down, in five years, I'm going to be here. And then you say, I have everything inside of me to get there. Not just, I am learning how to, I am. And you walk as if it's possible. It's not fake it till you make it. It's a mindset shift. And let's break this down scientifically. This human body does not know the difference between what we say and declare and it actually happening. So when we declare, I have everything inside of me and I will be a billionaire. I have everything inside of me to make six figures. I will do it. I have everything inside of me to be a great husband. I'm loved. I'm lovable. I'm honorable. I am intelligent. I make good choices. I make good connections with people and we replace our lies that we're believing with truths. So if the lie is, you know, I can never do good enough for my parents. The truth is my parents loved me. They did their best. Their opinions of me don't define what I can and can't do. Other people's opinions about us don't define how big we can live or how small we can live or the choices we make unless we let them. And we declare the truth that I make good choices. I make great connections with people. You know, there's other ways to do things than how I've done it before. My way isn't always the best way. This is deep. And this goes against even some core beliefs in some people uh, where pride and ego comes from. And this is what the ego is. The ego, a lot of people look at the ego as the rich guy who's just, you know, super cocky and pompous. And you guys might think, You know, you might look at me and say, wow, that guy has a really big ego. But what ego is, 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 is people who are, are wealthy and are giving of themselves They're They've actually eliminated their ego. They realize we're no better or worse than anybody else. I'm no worse than somebody on death row or, or I mean, better than somebody on death row. I'm no better than that person. It's truth. If we look at and define our basic humanity, this skin suit that we're in over 
uh, blood and bones and electrical impulses that we were created by the creator of the universe. If we compared the two physiologies, there's no difference. And when we come to that place of identity that all of us were created equal, you know, the color of our skin doesn't define us. The, the, our hair color doesn't define us. Our beliefs don't define us. Our belief, our religious beliefs don't change who we are. See, even if you don't believe in, in God, that doesn't change who you are. You're still no different than me. Stick with me here. You're no different than me based on what you believe, because that would say what you do defines who you are. Nothing we can or can't do can change who we are. Our identity never changes. And so I declare we are a ch children of the creator of the universe that created us, that put us here with a plan, with a purpose, with a destiny, with a calling. And when we align our goals and our dreams and our visions with the creator of the universe, nothing is impossible. But how do we bridge that gap and come from that place of solid identity that no matter what we do, it doesn't define who we are. No matter what we don't do, it doesn't define who we are or how big or how small we can go or impact or influence the world. And we realize this, that in the natural realm, what we do, our meaning to it comes down to this place. What happened doesn't mean anything. The amount of money you have doesn't mean anything. The stuff you do doesn't mean anything. Me making a podcast, making a million dollars or not doesn't mean anything. Me doing this doesn't mean anything to my identity. Stick with me here of who I am. It doesn't change the fact that we are all the same. We all have the same 24 hours in our day, but it's our decisions and our actions and our choices based on our beliefs that define what we do from a place of being all that we were created for and realizing that baseline level getting low. I personally don't believe that the universe is meaningless. This is, this is a point of contention with people. So there's two different sides to this. Either everything is meaningless and we create the meaning in our minds, you know, and so that's where people think that religion is a mental illness or there is the supernatural. We can connect with the divine. We can connect with our divine purpose and our divine calling and then flow from that place. But this that I'm talking about, these principles of reaching 100% of your goals from where you are to where you want to be is does not know the belief between either life being meaningless or having purpose. That's why I'm saying this is not a spiritual like principle here. There's spiritual ways to accelerate it and to change everything. And now, you know, this is, you're like, this is all just based on a belief system right here. But what defines it is realizing that we're all the same people. I'm no better or worse than you because I believe in God or you don't or why not. 
So that doesn't change. That doesn't change what we've been given, our potential. What they did to us doesn't change that. Nobody can tell you how big or small you can dream unless you let them. The story doesn't define you. It doesn't define your decisions or your actions or how big or small you can dream or where you can go unless you let it and your experiences are letting it because of fear that keeps you safe. And so fear is what keeps us alive. We're afraid of, you know, getting eaten by T-Rex. We're afraid of getting bit by a snake. We're afraid of, of getting eaten by a bear. Stick with me here. Uh, through generations of humanity, our belief about ourselves, about what's possible, but what we can and cannot do has dictated and defined our fears and then that creates beliefs based on experiences or it could be a lack of experience and a fear of a potential experience that creates a, an experiential truth and the breakthrough of where we know we're called to go where god is calling us what we're created for our purpose our destiny is on the other side of eliminating that fear and coming into alignment with the truth about what god says about us that i prepared you that i've called you that i've set your feet upon high places that that nothing is impossible that that you know we have access to the storehouses of heaven that nothing is impossible and in this that place of identity whether you believe in it or not this is a principle that applies we're all the same we're all given 24 hours in a day it's a gift life is a gift but most people never bridge the gap between step one and two, and they are comparing themselves to what could be, what should be, to this or that, to them that believe this, to them that believe that. We fight, we quarrel, and the truth comes in this, is being grateful. Being thankful. I'm thankful that I had a mom that cared about me. I'm thankful that I had a family that you know loves me i'm thankful that i have friends i'm thankful for and if you start to think about every single day i want you to to write down three things and they have to be different every single day for 21 days it creates a habit three things that you're thankful for for 21 days that's 63 things that you're thankful for or no it's 90 it's yeah it's 90 is it 93 3 times 21 it's, it's 63 63 things over 21 days that you're grateful for that you're thankful for because what you're doing is is you're saying I'm grateful for where I'm at that I have everything that I need that it's prepared me up to this moment that's what happened in my life was happening for me and not against me and preparing me for this moment to go forward and you replace those beliefs that are defining your identity with the truth about who you are as a person, what your potential is, what you can do. And you walk out that truth, not the belief and the lie that you've been believing up to this point. And for me, it's the truth about what God says about me in God's word. A lot of people, man, I'm telling you, God is love. God created all of us. What is the truth that God says is that he loves me? God so loved the world that he sent his son, Jesus. Okay. And in that, what is the truth 
that defines us, and then we walk it out. And when we come from that place of identity, that base, that baseline that we're all the, that we're all we all have the same potential, that nobody's better or worse than us, that we all everything in our life's been preparing us for this moment, and then we have everything that we need, and we're perfect right now in the, in the natural realm to accomplish 100% of every goal that we have just by stepping into it and taking action that's when we that in that moment when you realize that is when you've released all the ball and chains of the experiences and you pick up the keys to that mansion and you can then step through the door and live in a new life of possibility that didn't exist for you and then it's a repeated process of this over time New stuff gets uncovered. New things get defined. You release all of that, and then you start living a new experience. You start making new choices, and then that creates new experiential truth. And that's why a lot of us, you know, we we climb, we get knocked down. We climb, we get knocked down. We climb, we get knocked down. Is because then we start to go to step two. We stop or step three. We stop comparing. We're grateful. And now we can make choices and decisions with a sound mind of where we're headed. And those actions and those beliefs manifest in our life failure, loss, pain, suffering. I spoke up too much in a meeting and I got in trouble. I I got beaten by, you know, life life's beating you down and then what that does is it creates so you released all that and now you're putting on new experiential truth that if you're not aware of it this is where self-awareness comes in being aware of it will allow you to combat it and speak the truth to the lies as they come in it's like a shield you know uh, the bible says that's that you know we have a shield we have an armor that we can put on the armor of truth this is all in the Bible, you guys. Like, if you haven't read that book, this is literally in there. The armor of truth wards off all of the stuff that comes to us. And instead of losing when we fail, we can't lose. We can only win when we learn from our mistakes, learn from our failures, we don't compare our situation, we don't let it define us, we're grateful for the lesson and we progress forward because our place of identity is not coming from what we do, what we accomplished, what we did, or our failures. So in that, you know you hit it when you make a massive failure and you don't beat yourself up for it, you give yourself grace. You say, I can make mistakes. So a lot of us have this belief about our lives, I can't make mistakes. And if I make a mistake, I need to be punished for it and pay penance to it. Or or, or life uh, throws punches, knocks us down. Listen, that's true. It's not about you know how many times you get hit. It's about how many times you get up. When you get hit, knocked down, and you get up again. When you don't let it beat you down and you, and you decide, you know what? I'm going to stay here. This is a comfort zone. This is a place that's comfortable for me to stay in. And in that, you make a lifestyle of forgiveness, of exploring. Okay, this happened. What's the truth? What am I believing? Am I believing a lie? What's the truth that God says about this? What's the truth about where I'm going? What are my goals? Keeping an eye on the prize and focusing in on 
that low place, that baseline of identity, that you have everything that you need, that life is happening for you and not against you. And in that you say, I am bold. I am courageous. I make good choices. I can make mistakes and not be punished and learn from them. That's the only way that I was able to unravel this. You know, my, my uh, potentially damaging could have sent me to prison thing and get to where I am today is realizing I made a mistake and it doesn't define me. And I can't let shame define me and denying shame its power. Shame has no place in your life. Shame creates fear and then fear controls us and puts us in a prison of our own making puts the ball and chain on us. So we feel shame. We have an experience. We're shamed by the experience creates fear. That fear is the experiential truth that creates belief. And we actually, we craft a ball and chain and put it around our, our ankle and say, okay, this is our ball and chain now from shame. And it's going to keep me from ever going back there again. And we repeat this cycle and that's how that vicious cycle gets created and in your life, if you look back and think back to moments in your childhood of where this happened, where these moments happened, and for me, it's helpful. You know, I look at the cross, Jesus, and I say, I say, God, tell me the truth about this. What does Jesus say about this? And he says, those are my children too. And if you haven't read the book, The Shack, or watched the movie, man, this is, this is where this comes from. You know, they hurt you, but they're my children too. And there's no difference between you and them. And I love them just as much. You're not judge or executioner over them. And I love you just the same. They did their best. What happened was wrong. No one should have gone through that. But you can forgive them as I've forgiven them. You know, when, the universe, when, when God, the creator of the universe forgives a situation and then blesses and we raise up our praises and blessings come down in our lives it transforms everything when we can forgive what happened to us and it all is based on forgiveness because we forgive as we've been forgiven and what's been added to us what we've done forgiving ourselves it doesn't define us it doesn't define where we can go how big we can dream and what we can accomplish and when we when we make a lifestyle of this, looking at the experience, the truth, the belief, replacing the lie with the truth about what God says about us, about our identity, about the truth of us, our identity, and realize life is happening for us, not to us. And when we align ourselves with that vision, that baseline, that all of us are the same, that we all have the same potential, and we stop comparing. That's where the comparison comes in. We're comparing another person or another situation or a past or present situation to where we are. And the comparison game is where we add the ball and chain is the comparison. And, and it's, it's actually we, we have the ball and chain and we're like, okay, how can I not make this happen? So then comparison moves us in the other direction. But when we use comparison to influence change in our lives and look at not I wish – but I'm going to make a decision and a choice to go down the direction of where I know I'm called to be. Not I wish I was there, but I am there. And we declare it. And in that moment where you make that declaration, it's as if it happened. 
Stick with me here, you guys. This is where it gets deep, and this is where transformation happens, is when we declare our bodies don't know the difference of what we're declaring versus the truth or the lie that we've been believing. And so it actually triggers chemical responses in our brain that start to shift our physiology into alignment with the reality of what we were were created for, where we're going, what we were called to do, and nothing can change that or define that for us. the declaration and that's where speaking it into existence comes from it's not speaking it into existence and manifesting and hoping that it happens sitting on our couch and smoking weed and hoping a ferrari appears that's some that's a lie the truth is declaring i'm building a multi-billion dollar business i have everything inside of me same 24 hours in the day that Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos have. So my choices then come into alignment with where I'm going, where my goals are. Take a look at your goals. When you align yourself with your destiny and your calling and your identity of what you were made for and your goals and dreams come from that place, not a place that's self-serving from comparison, but a place of gratitude and thankfulness. I'm thankful to the God of the universe for giving me breath in my lungs, 24 hours in a day, the ability to do all things that have been added to me and what I have around me. You know, sometimes our experiences, if you're in prison, you know, it's a life sentence. Like you, you can appeal that, but you can't totally get out of that. But what you, what you can do is you can shift how you experience the reality that you're in. You don't need to live the life that all the prisoners are living. And a lot of us, we're on this planet Earth and we're living life like all these prisoners that are locked up with ball and chains that dictate how big or how small they can dream and where they can go. When God says, I've already given you the keys to the mansion, will you just take it as a gift? And we say, well, I'm not worthy. You don't have to be worthy. No one's worthy enough. No one can do enough to earn the love and connection of the creator of the universe. You just have to take it and receive it. Like, y'all, that's, that's the gospel right there. That's literally what Christianity is, by the way, is I receive that my, my past reality that I lived in no longer defines me and I'm a new creation through Christ. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus that I'm aligning myself with the creator of the universe and that I'm actually taking on the mind of Christ, the mind of a son of the son of God, the Holy spirit, God's spirit, the creator of the universe indwells my body 24 seven. And when I walk from that place, nothing is impossible by partnering with heaven in our lives. And if you still you just can't believe that it's all based on experiential truth. It's all based on what you've experienced, what life's taught you, what's knocked you down, what's beaten you up, what's defined you. But that's why I said in this, my thousand dollar guarantee is not about the, the spiritual proof. We don't know what we don't know. And I do not know the mind of God. I do not know the mind of the creator of the universe. Everybody, all humans are going to argue between no God versus a God. That's why what I'm talking about here is in that 
what what is a truth that we can all agree on we all have the same 24 hours we all have our human body we were all created so in that we all have the tools we need to accomplish whatever we can think of nothing can define us by what we can and cannot do except our decisions and our choices and our actions and when we choose and we declare i'm building this I'm building something for the future. I'm building a legacy for my family. I am wise. I make good choices. I'm in alignment with God's word in my life. You dive into it and you make it a truth, not just lip service, but an actual truth about your life and your decisions then follow that and actions follow and your actions follow the place of what God created you for, the place your decisions and actions follow that place that you have all the potential in the world to do anything. You can then accomplish anything by taking action, learning from your failures, and then going further and not letting a comfort zone define you. And in that, that's how you break the ball and chain in the natural realm that's holding you back from going after whatever you can dream of, whatever you can imagine, those crazy, impossible dreams. And when you get this, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. And so for me, my life is defined by what can I do to, to, to constantly stay in connection with the divine calling of God in my life and to walk it out and to manifest that and to help people understand this revelation in this. You know, I want people to realize though, like even if you're an atheist listening to this, and I commend you for listening two hours to somebody who keeps talking about Jesus and God and yet you still don't believe in it because you're starting to see that the principles still can apply to your life. That I experienced this, my life told me this, I made a belief and I've been holding myself back from where I know I'm called to go, where I know I'm supposed to go, what I want to do, my desires. And if I just make a decision and a choice to leave all that behind my life will transform into something different than what I've been living right now. And that message is the message of, of, of the gospel. The message of Jesus is that that's literally, that's what it is. A lot of people think it's about these laws, these religious laws of don't sin, don't do that. And then you will earn the right. See, it comes from, that's the man, that's the, uh, that's the world's economy. Your identity is in what you do. The truth about what God says, the truth about scripture, the truth about the Bible is actually you are not defined by what you do. You are defined by the fact that you were created by the creator of the universe and nothing is impossible. And so even if you sin, even if you make a mistake, even if you do wrong, can't separate you from the love of God. Because that's what Jesus came for. That's what Jesus died for. And if you don't even believe in Jesus as a, as a person, don't even think he existed. There's actually proof of that. Uh, the Case for Christ by Lee Strobel is a really good book. He's a reporter. And I've seen supernatural things happen, you guys. I can't deny it. I can't deny um, seeing impossible things. There's people that have been raised from the dead, healed of diseases. They've had limbs grow out. Uh, metal disappear from their, their bones. They, they, they have life debilitating diseases that disappear from this right here, this message. 
that we can connect with the divine, that we can connect with not just the universe, but the creator of the universe that is creative, that created everything. You know, there's this, there's this idea, there's this belief that's circling around simulation theory that we're all living in a simulation that's in control. That's a computer simulation because that's autonomous from God. You know, somebody, an ancestor wrote this code that created all this. <laughs> it's just another God explanation. I believe that. Yeah, we were created by the creator of the universe that is, that was, that is, and always will be. And if you study quantum physics, billions of years, the universe is, ex uh, you know, even the big bang, the explosion that created everything. God spoke it into existence and it went boom. And then we were all here to worship the breath of God spoke into existence, billions of galaxies. And in that, God cares about your life. God cares about you and loves you. You can have love and connection. We're all seeking love and connection in our lives. Everything we do, these experiential truths, these, these ball and chains that we hold on to in our lives is defining, it's trying to create this love and connection that God's already said, I already gave you the keys to the mansion. But we choose to not take it. We choose to not take the keys because we don't think that we're worthy. We're choosing to live a life based on our experiences instead of stepping into this realm of possibility of what could exist for us, what we were created for. You know, this truth, we come down to that, that, that humanity truth. All of us have 24 hours in a day. All of us can do exceptional things. And if we stop being selfish, we stop comparing, we start being grateful and we make decisions and actions that are autonomous of what happened to us, the story and the belief. And we declare where we're going. We declare the truth about what God says about us. We declare the truth about where we're headed. We make goals. We make declarations of where we're going. And then our bodies, our physiology actually starts to match that. You know, they've noticed a lot of, there's actually been studies, disease, is when we declare, you know, I am sick, I can't recover, our body's physiology matches that. When we declare I am recovering and I'm living an exceptional life, a great life, our physiology starts to change. There's hormones, there's chemical responses, creates inflammation in our bodies, and that's where uh, disease and illness start to come up. But, but there's, there's proof to this. There's actually medically documented proof to this, that when we make declarations, positive declarations, and we rewire our brain with what we're grateful for, we can start to look at what's possible for us. And it could be just a 1% possibility. It could just be 1%, man, I'm going to start working out on the treadmill. I've been fat my whole life and I'm going to start changing that. Or I've been broke my whole life and I'm going to start changing that. I'm going to start doing something, exploring possibilities, realizing, okay, this body shell is the same as Jeff Bezos is <laughs> the same as Elon Musk. You know, <laughs> uh, it's the same as, as, uh, as Jesus Christ when he came on the planet earth. That's what I believe as a Christian is that God came to earth in the form of a human to show us what's possible for us and to make a way for us 
to experience all that's possible and to walk into the mansion. And that's what heaven is. That's what eternal life is, is in that. We can't even see it. Even in this realm, in this earthly realm, we can't even see the quantum realm and the possibilities that exist in there. But I believe that life is happening for us, not to us. That all that we have to do is we have to take and choose the truth about who we are, what we were called to, what we were made for. And then where we're going, we start to align our goals and our decisions with that place that is not connected to what we do. What we do doesn't define us. We are not defined by what we do, but rather who we are. We don't do and then become. We don't stop sinning and then we earn the right to heaven. We become a child of God. We always are. God created us, you see, in God's image. So man was created in God's image. Humans, man and woman, in the image of God. That's what I believe. That's actually, you know, so in that, the same image it's a carbon copy of god but we choose based on our own choice to not need god and in that it creates these experiential truths that what i do defines me and earns my right to live in the mansion and we're constantly in our life trying to seek out these defining truths we're trying to seek out success. We're trying to seek out millions of dollars. We're trying to seek out the manifestation in our life. We're trying to accomplish and reach some sort of level of worthiness just out of love because of love and connection, because we have these experiences, the experiential truth to find a story that we believe about ourselves. And it created that vicious cycle. And, and you can make billions of dollars and still live in that vicious cycle. But when we realize the truth and we have respect, you know, we're not comparing ourselves to another person. I'm no better than somebody on death row and I'm no worse than the most successful or the most holy person or anything like that. The baseline, we were created by the creator of the universe. We're defined by, you know, we all are equal, same 24 hours in a day, same humanity, the same, uh, the same skin suit that we're on in the in that realm, I believe our spirits can connect with each other. We have a spiritual connection. I believe that if you're listening to this right now, there's a spiritual connection that's even being made that you're you're starting to realize the truth of what I'm talking about here. Your spirit is saying is is agreeing with what I'm talking about. If you're sticking with this here, and you're like, wow, that is true. And that's where, you know, the whole vibration, the spirit. So I talked about at the beginning is when we match our vibration and our spirit with people and just in the natural realm that have accomplished great things, we can then transform our lives because we're stepping into a realm of possibility that is possible for us that didn't previously exist in the realm that we lived in based on that ball and chain, that economy of do equals be, but rather we be, we be a human, we be a child of God, we be everything that we need to accomplish the impossible. And then we do out of the overflow of that place, we start to then make decisions and actions and choices, not based on comparing. Comparison is not a true choice, comparing pros and cons. A choice is that's where I'm going. That's what I want. 
not because you weighed whether it's better or worse, but because that's where you know you're going. And it becomes instinctual. That's where empathy comes in and understanding all of that. And it's more of a spiritual sense of sensing and then knowing and, and, and being able to hear even the voice of God, being able to hear, you know, some people like the universe told me, whatever the universe responds back. I've heard that before. I believe it's the creator of the universe responding back, you know, uh, it's just like, it's like, okay, the universe responds back. Well, if we take it a step further, well, something created the universe and that's the divine that we're connected to in that. And then in that life's happening for us, not to us. God's directing our footsteps, our dreams, our visions come into alignment with that. We can no longer let our personal humanity and fear prevent us from going after everything that God's called us to. Because when we let our fears, we're going back into that ball and chain of the experiential truth. Our, our fear is defining us. We're afraid of it ever happening again. We, don't, we'll, we do things, we make choices so that it never happens again and we never have to experience the pain that we felt in that scenario, the pain that we felt, that pain of not being enough, of not being to earn it, or the pain of trying so hard and failing. And then in a practical sense, when we take actions, we learn from our mistakes, we learn from how to improve and do things better and get better. And we're growing in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding through experience, our experiential truth combined with the truth and the knowledge and the baseline of knowing our identity and who we are, not based on what we do. What we do doesn't define who we are. Who we are then produces what we do. We be what we were made for, and that never changes from the moment we are born. We be a human. We be a person. We be all the limitless potential inside of us. Humans have limitless potential, but what separates dreamers from builders and doers that accomplish great things is our decisions, our actions, and our choices, and not letting what we did or didn't do in the past or did or will do in the future define where we're going, but we choose and we go after it with all that we have. And that's how we can manifest limitless possibilities in our life. And the impossible becomes possible when we then align with the divine that's where the natural we put then the supernatural on top of it and we say god show me where i'm supposed to go and then you start to hear the still small voice of god you can hear the voice of god you walk down that path and you know you know what you were called for you know what you were made for and nothing can tell you otherwise no experiential truth and if, and if something inside of you is just telling you, this is not, no, uh-uh, I just, this equaled that. They did that to me. I have this legal settlement. I have this thing. I have this ailment. I have this thing that happened to me that just, I just can't, this happened. I'm stuck here. I can't get out. I can't do this. You're allowing that experience to define that in you and that I can't, I am, you're declaring an identity based on a lie. That's your experience that's telling you that is truth. You're taking it on as your identity. And the only way to release that is to speak the truth. Truth about what God says about you. Declarations. I can get out of my situation. 
You know, this is temporary. This moment is temporary. What happened happened, but it doesn't define who I am. What they said about me doesn't define me and other people don't define me. Stop caring what other people think and make decisions and choices for your life and choose whether you're going to serve the story or choose the truth that will then serve you to go towards your destiny. And the truth will set you free from the chains that are holding you back. And that's how you can walk into the limitless possibilities and the impossible becomes possible for you in your life. And then you make a lifestyle of repeating this. When it starts to come back up again, you take a look at it and you repeat this process until it starts to become, until you start to truly realize what you're declaring then becomes your reality. And in my reality today, my reality 10 years ago was I am a criminal. I'm going to jail. I can't do anything right. Can't get ahead. Never make, I'm making mistakes. No matter what I do, nobody loves me. I'm going to just drink this. I'm going to have sex. I'm going to do all this to define me. And the truth now today is I have everything inside of me to accomplish everything that God put in front of me. I'm building a billion dollar company, multi-billion dollar company. I'm helping raise up a hundred thousand millionaires, a hundred thousand people to make a million dollars. That's my goal. Not through a network marketing deal. I want to help teach people the skills. Okay. Listen, y'all boom. Here's the big nugget drop here that I'm going to close this with is this many of you, the action and the decision you have to take is learning something that you don't know. So you don't know what you don't know. You can only see what's ahead of you based on the experiential truth creates that lie. Once you open up the blinders and see all the possibility, there's still stuff that you don't know and skill sets that you need to learn to then bridge the gap of taking action from where you are to where you want to go. And this is the gap that then separates everybody from where they are to where they want to be is the experience, the knowledge, the wisdom and understanding to get there, to extrapolate that out, to create the stacking experiences that then build the life of somebody who has abundance, the life of somebody that this is true. And then your experiential truth will then start to match the declaration that you're saying because your actions follow a person who is living that life. Your actions are are that of a person who can accomplish great things, who can do anything, who is not defined by the diagnosis, who's not defined by what they said about them 20 years ago or they said about them a year ago. And then your experiences start to stack. You're learning what you don't know. For example, okay, let me just give you a real example here. I didn't know much about computer programming beyond website building. And I have this book right here. It's about 700 pages long. This is one of them, it's on Java programming. And I've gone through five or six Java programming courses and JavaScript and C Sharp over the last year. A year ago, I did not know how to program software. Today, I know how to program software. And I know how to, once I create resources and funds, 
Uh, I know how I could create, create video games. I could create apps. I could create hardware mixed with software. You know, I could cre- I could create something equal to Facebook. Well, I wouldn't do that because I think Facebook is the best. I don't have all the knowledge and experience of Facebook. So I, there's no reason I would do that. There's no reason I would try to compete with Facebook. But I know the technical knowledge of that. So now I can match my technical with experience and start walking out that of a software developer, of somebody who does great things, you know, Elon Musk, the the uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, and I, I really, I look up to a lot of these tech moguls uh, because they were able to combine, they, they had a vision and they extrapolated out how to create something that was impossible, a self-driving car, a place where we can get all of our goods shipped to us overnight for free. Uh, <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> Who ever thought of that before? A uh, place to connect all of us, the algorithms, all of that. That's what Facebook is, all of that. And when you realize that, you're not defined by what happens in your business. You're not defined by what happened in the past. You can learn from your mistakes. You can learn new skills, knowledge, experience, and grow your life and start to create and define what your future looks like. And when then when you align your actions with the calling and the destiny that God has for you, you can manifest anything in your life that is humanly possible. And nothing is impossible. And then when you combine the supernatural on top of that, the God that created everything, created you, things that are even humanly impossible become possible. And I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen for hundreds of thousands of people. And I believe that through this, this is not a religious platform. I'm specifically on the platform of business, you guys. But I'm drawing my beliefs and experiences, my experiential truth that's gotten me to where I am, to where I want to go for you. I believe that through this podcast, through my Facebook page, through my group, through books and courses that I have coming out, through mentorship programs, but even through the free resources. My goal is I want to help people through these free resources make at least, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, you know, or, you know, they start to grow in their business and then they can start to fund and buy the courses. And then I'll use the money to reach more people and bring more people in and help grow this whole thing. Um, You're kind of putting trust in me when you're buying stuff that I know what I'm talking about. And so that's why I want to, I want to give you guys that hundred thousand dollars worth of value to prove a, I got a hundred grand to give you. It works. If you apply this, you apply this to your life. It's going to equal a, uh, like a savings over 15 years of a hundred grand or create that in your life by applying, realizing that what you did, what you do doesn't define who you are. And then you can start to create and develop your life and design it and create it, not based on what happened, not based on what they said, but based on your choices and decisions and the actions you take. And and sometimes that action is to just learn what you don't know. Sometimes that action is to listen to more of the podcast episodes. Sometimes that action is to plug into a training course to teach you a skill that you don't understand. Sometimes that action is to to, to listen to the free stuff that I have on my Facebook page, to plug in every day, to take 10 minutes a day out of your day, to listen to that, to listen to this podcast on your commute. I'm going to add more episodes of this. You know, once I get to a couple hundred episodes, you guys, 
I'm hoping this podcast is a resource alone, just by the podcast, people can apply it to make a million dollars. That's a vision that I have. My goal is that I'm, I'm making enough from everything else that's going on that this podcast, I can just give away everything and I don't even have to charge for it. At this point, I got to pay my bills and keep the lights on and stuff like that. Build a business, you know? So that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm creating resources for people. My long-term vision is to give everything away for free, to give 100% of everything that I earn to people and to use money to help change the world. And all of my needs are taken care of while I'm helping other people. That's my big long-term goal with money is to just help people. That's it. And to help people realize this truth that they can accomplish anything. There's a God that created them that loves them and has great plans for their life. And that they can also live a life eternal outside of this body suit that they're in and help people realize that. And so, so in that, these principles apply whether you're religious or not. If you don't believe me, go back and listen to this again. I feel like some people get stuck up on some of that. What you experienced shifted your beliefs you took on identities based on those experiential truths, those lies that you believed. They defined your actions and your choices because you acted out of beliefs. And where you are today is a result of that. But you can change it by replacing the lie with truth in your life. And then out of that truth, your new beliefs create new actions, new decisions that are different than the old ways. And you can start to create a life to where impossible things are possible and nothing is impossible for you. And then you can start to learn and grow in knowledge, wisdom, understanding, experience, what you didn't know and apply it to what you do know and then stack those experiences, stack that wisdom, that knowledge to do anything and nothing is impossible in that place for you. And I hope you realize that. And that's why I said, if you can prove to me that this is not true, that you can't accomplish anything because of your situation, I'll give you $1,000. And hopefully over time, I'll raise that wager for people. Uh, I really want to raise the, I'm hoping I can raise the wager to a million dollars so that people start really trying to prove this in their lives. Because I know that I know that this law of success and accomplishing anything when you replace the experience with truth and then your actions follow and then you learn what you don't know and you apply it you learn from your failures and you grow and you stack it you can accomplish anything that's how we're gonna that's how we got to the moon you guys like that's how Amazon was built. That's how Facebook was built. That's how anything great in commerce was built. That's how a great family is built. You know, how your dad was. You don't have to be that way. And you can learn how to be a better dad and declare, I'm going to be a good father. And you start to, making these declarations, whether your experiential truth or not says it, you replace the lie with the truth. And then your life starts to walk that out. And that's how speaking things into existence happens. You know, just speak it and it comes. You speak it and then you do it and you walk it out. Speaking it does nothing. 
It really doesn't. Just speaking it does absolutely nothing. But when we walk it out, we take action, all the potential inside of us then is manifest into our reality from the dimension of the future. And we're pulling the future of what's impossible into the realm of the, of the possible. And if anyone can prove me wrong on that, man, I'll give you $1,000 right now. I'll, I'll send it to you. Uh, and hopefully I can raise that wager up to a million over time. Um, anyways, if this has helped you, listen to it. Listen to the rest of my stuff. Share this with somebody. And if you want to get on the phone with me, one-on-one coaching, you guys, I'm doing free coaching with people. The hashtag grow your life giveaway. I'm giving you $750 in value, $1,500 an hour just to talk on the phone with me. Uh, if you leave hashtag grow your life on my Instagram feed every single week, I pick one person, the same person can win, uh, but once a month. So sometimes you might, you might win two months in a row, but you can't win the same month. Um, and that's from the start of the month to the end of the month. And I pick one person who leaves hashtag grow your life within the first 10 minutes of me posting on Instagram, not Instagram live, just the posts on the feed and Instagram TV. You leave hashtag grow your life in the comments. I'll pick one person each week to do a 30 minute coaching call with me. And if you share this with somebody, join the hashtag grow your life community and let's grow together. Let's reach our goals. Let's, I want to help you. I want to help you reach your goals. So here's the deal. Here's my deal with you guys is in the group and in the comments and on my posts. I love when people leave me feedback and they, they share with me what they're struggling with that can then help me craft and create better resources for people based on the feedback. I can only get better and help you, all of you as a collective with the feedback that I receive. And so then from that feedback, then we create better messages, better teaching, better products, better podcasts to help people reach their goals. And I, and I, and I realized this message right here, I've broken it down into like 10 or 20 different messages, but I really needed to bring it around into one teaching to help people really get this. And I hope now after listening to this, you realize nothing is impossible for you and you can go accomplish that, but you might need to learn some stuff right now. You might not have what it takes to be successful, but you can learn it and you can create it and you can create the life that you dream for yourself, for your family. And when you align your dreams with heaven, nothing is impossible. So go do the hashtag grow your life giveaway. I can't wait to talk to somebody uh, next week. I announce them on Sundays on my Instagram. Hashtag grow your life at Jeremy Crack. J-E-R-E-M-Y-K-R-A-K. -K. We're in this together. I believe in you. I believe you can accomplish anything. In fact, I know you can because you're a human that's listening to this. You know? Nothing is impossible for you. All you have to do is walk through the door from where you are now to where you want to be and live a life and live and take actions and make decisions of somebody who is not believing the lies that you've believed up to this point, but is somebody who believes the truth about where they're going. That lie, those experiential truths don't define you. They don't define where you're going, what you did or didn't do yesterday or in the future can't define you. You have everything you need. Life's happening for you. All of us are the same 24 hours in a day. We're all human. 
You know, we're created by the creator of the universe. We have all the tools we need to accomplish anything in this realm. And then when we match and put the supernatural on top of our natural, the impossible happens and we can start to learn new things. We can accomplish anything, nothing. There is no limit to what can be accomplished when we then release the ball and chain that we've been dragging along of our life of those experiences. We forgive those people what they said to us. And then we make decisions. We put truth on top of the false lies that we've been believing based on the story of what happened, the vicious cycle, and our actions follow those beliefs. And when we make new decisions, we make new choices, we take actions from that place of those new beliefs, those declarations we're declaring, all things are possible. I can accomplish this. I can get out of this job. I can bring my family out of poverty. I will bring my family out of poverty and I am bringing my family out of poverty. And I can create the life that I envision for myself and my family. And when then you combine that with the divine call of God in your life, the creator of the universe puts the supernatural on top of the natural and that life is happening for you and not to you, that God's directing your footsteps and you and you align your, your dreams, your vision, your desires, your goals with the plan that God has for your life. Nothing is impossible and anything can be accomplished in the natural realm. When we learn what we don't know, between where we want to go to where we want to be. And we extrapolate that out. We learn through experience. We let failure be a teacher. We, 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 we are vulnerable. We're not scared of the unknown. We don't have fear of it. We don't let fear control us, but rather we're choosing. This is what I'm going to do. We take action and we stack those experiences. We can then grow and we can bridge the gap between where we are now to where we want to be and then go further in that in your life. And I believe that that is possible for 100% of people listening to this podcast today. Go do the hashtag grow your life giveaway on my Instagram. You can win that free coaching session. I believe in you. I know you can accomplish great things and do the impossible because I've seen it happen in my life and in other people's lives. And there's greatness inside of you. All you have to do is recognize it recognize the gift that you've been given, have gratitude, stop comparing yourself, stop letting comparison, comparing to create your happiness. You just be. And out of the place of being, then everything flows out of the overflow of that. And you do from where you are and what you were created for in your identity. And out of that, nothing is impossible. And we can grow our lives. We can do great things. We can impact the world. We can increase our influence, our our finances, our wealth, our family, our relationship, our health. Nothing is impossible when we do this. But you have to make a choice, make a decision, and then take an action in the natural realm to do those things for you, for you and bridge that gap and learn what you don't know. And that's how nothing is impossible. And I, I challenge you, if you again, like I said, put my money where my mouth is. If you think this is not true, you have a proof for this, that this can't happen, that this, that this is impossible. What I'm saying is impossible, let me know. And I'll give you that, that cash right there, cash guarantee. So anyways, we'll talk soon, everybody. Hashtag grow your life. And don't let what they said about you or did define you. You can do great things. You are called for great things. I believe in you. Grow your life, everybody. We'll talk soon.